Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa Sallallahu Ta'ala Ala Sayyid Al-Mursaleen Wa Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Barak Wa Sallam Alhamdulillah we have reached the middle of the Qur'an we are at the 15th section 15th Juz and this is such an important section it is like a balancing part which is connecting us to the past but also projecting into the future and Imam Jalal al-Din al-Suyuti, rahimahullah, of Egypt, great scholar of tafsir in his Asra Tartib al-Qur'an, he spoke about the middle chapters of the book. And he reported that uh, <clears throat> Imam al-Bukhari uh, had uh, revealed and had reported that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud described the surahs, the chapters Bani Israel, meaning Surah al-Isra, Al-Kahf, Maryam, Taha and Al-Anbiya as among the best and earliest revealed chapters in Mecca. And he made an interesting point, and this is where the secrets come in, that Surat Al-Isra precedes Surat Al-Kahf, and it begins with, Subhanallahi Asra bi Abdihi Laylan. Surat Al-Kahf follows it, and it begins with, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Anzala ala Abdihi Al-Kitab. <clears throat> so, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. That is the order, the prophetic order uh, that we use in the remembrance of Allah. And whenever we are putting these words together, uh, it comes in, in this order. And this is how the chapters are actually developed. So when you start getting into the Quran and you realize uh, the divine nature of the book, you will realize that there are so many secrets that Allah has revealed. Now in this 15th juz, Surah Al-Isra, this is Makkiyah, revealed in Mecca, except for three verses. And it is reported that the Prophet ﷺ used to constantly read uh, the Surah Bani Israel and Zumar uh, before he went to bed. Uh, these chapters, especially Surah Al-Isra, they are packed with knowledge in many different areas. It is knowledge about Jerusalem, Mashal al-Aqsa, uh, the, the, the Jewish history, also the Isra and Mi'raj, and um, many other aspects of Islamic lifestyle. And so uh, in that light, we go into the verse, especially into verse number one, <clears throat> where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Subhanallahi asra bi abdihi laylan, من المشجد الحرام إلى المشجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا إنه هو السميع البصير. So Allah tells us, Glory be to Allah, who took His slave in a night journey from Masjid al-Haram in Mecca to Masjid al-Aqsa, that's Jerusalem. And that is the place that blessings الذي باركنا حوله. It is a vicinity in which there are blessings surrounding it. And that would be in order to show him our signs. Surely Allah is the one who hears all things and who sees all things. And so this is very important because when we talk about the barakah around it, we're talking about Palestine, Jordan, Syria, all of these areas uh, that are around it. And these, this was the first Qibla. And so the Prophet ﷺ used to pray not to Mecca in the Meccan period, he prayed toward Jerusalem 
That was his Qibla. That was his direction of prayer until 16 months after the migration. Then it was changed to Mecca. This is the place of the resurrection. This is the place in this area, the, the coming of Isa alayhi salam, when, when he will return to the earth and the, the fulfillment will come. Even to the point where the main uh, issues concerning the day of resurrection itself uh, will be based in this area. But within Surat al-Isra, there is so much other information packed into it. From amongst the important points to us today is the, the relationship of parents to children. And verse number 23, Allah tells us, وَقَدَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا That your Lord has uh, prescribed that you should only worship Him and that you should have a righteous relationship and do good to your two parents. So this is key because the relationship of children to the parents, which in modern society, unfortunately, is breaking down. So the guidance is there that we can find in this chapter. Also, another important area, and that is the area of morality. And fornication and adultery has gone out of control. The, the sexual immorality is one of the biggest temptations in the world today. And Allah says in verse number 32, وَلَا تَقْرَبَ zina." Allah said, do not come close to adultery because it is an abomination. It will destroy everything in the path. And so when you look at this, in many cases, Allah tells us, do not kill, do not take interest, you know, do not commit many acts. But in this case, don't come close to adultery. So this is important. And it shows the gravity uh, that comes out of the sexual immorality. And it's something that we should seriously consider when we are looking at the world today. Going into Surat al-Kaf, and this is the chapter of the cave. And it is reported, and you'll see it in the Hadith and the books of Tafsir, that a group of Jewish rabbis went to Quraysh and asked them to test Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And they said, ask him, and the Quraysh asked the questions, three questions. One, ask him about the group in early times who went out and the strange experience that this group had. Two, ask him about the traveler who traveled from the east and the west. And three, ask him about the soul, a ruh, what is it? So the Prophet, peace be upon him, he, he told the Quraysh, Ghadan, I'll give you the answer, Ghadan, but the mistake he made as a human being, he did not say, Inshallah. And so 15 nights went by, there was no response. And it seemed almost scandalous. There was great sadness that the Prophet had, knowing that the revelation had been cut off. And then Jibreel, the angel, came, alayhi salam, and he brought Surat al-Kaf. And in this chapter, it is about the companions of the cave. And so uh, it, it gives the story. 309 years they were in a cave, hiding with their tawheed. They were monotheistic people. And, and it tells the beautiful story of the companions of Al-Kahf. The traveler in the world was Dhu Qarnain. And this is also revealed 
uh, in uh, Surat al-Kaf, and it is something which is of very much important to us uh, as we move toward the day of resurrection. Then concerning the soul, and this comes in Surat al-Isra, verse 85, that Allah reveals, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الرُّوحِ قُلَ الرُّوحُ مِنْ أَمْرِ رَبِّي وَمَا أُوْتِيْتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا And they ask you about the soul. Say, the soul is from the affairs of my Lord, and you have been only given a little bit of knowledge. And so this beautiful answer, answering the Quraysh, answering the rabbis, showing them that this is above your pay grade. This is known by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you human beings, you've only been given a small amount of knowledge. But also people ask, why the 15 days? Why did it stop? What was the mistake as a human being that the Prophet ﷺ made? And then in Surah Al-Kaf, verse 23, you will see that Allah tells us, وَلَا تَقُولَنَّ لِشَيْءٍ إِنِّي فَاعِلٌ ذَلِكَ غَدَى إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهُ And do not say about something that I will do it tomorrow except with the will of Allah. And so when we are talking about the future, whatever it is, we should say, Allah. That should be constantly on our lips. It's our connection with the creator of the heavens and the earth. And so these beautiful middle chapters, this profound information that links the past to the present day, to the future. This is of critical importance to us today. And, and these are chapters that we should constantly read and reflect upon in the life of this world and for the hereafter. I leave you with these thoughts. I ask Allah to have mercy on me and you. وَآخَرَ دَعْوَانَا أَنَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ